0: So it could help to finalize the multi-billion dollar settlement between state, local governments and pharmaceutical companies. Meanwhile, could the COVID-19 pandemic fuel a new wave of the opioid crisis? So let's bring in a pro, our next guest, Dr. Roger Crystal, CEO of Opioid Pharmaceuticals. It's great to have you on the show. First of all, um, I feel like no one knows more about the opioid crisis than you. It's my understanding, in fact, that you were Um, Not only a former surgeon, but also the inventor of Narcan, which so many of us know, the nasal spray used to prevent overdosing. Um, Where do we stand now in the opioid crisis and what can help to move it forward? Because the thought is maybe COVID-19 may have made things worse.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. Absolutely. We have a situation that we describe as a a syndemic, and that is the result of what's happening in COVID-19, the impact on mental health and therefore substance abuse and ultimately opioid overdose. So that's got a lot worse because of the pressures of COVID-19. Alongside that, access to healthcare has generally been harder and therefore people with existing addictions, in particular opioid abuse, aren't getting the help they typically require. So that's what's fueled uh, the rise in opioid overdose deaths, uh, most states have reported a 40% increase in opioid overdose deaths compared to prior to COVID. And what's important to consider and bear in mind is already opioid overdose deaths were on the rise. And this, and in turn, the, the, the other part of the the opioid crisis has been fueled by the increasing number of opioid overdose deaths from fentanyl. And fentanyl is a particularly dangerous opioid that is 50 times stronger than heroin.
0: Yeah, it, it really is amazing. It's some—it's a story that has come to us, obviously a sad one at that. I saw you, you were um, making putting some stats over 45 million people in the U.S. have substance use, addictive or eating disorders. Um, you know, drug abuse is is so incredibly tough. Tell me what your company, opioid pharmaceuticals. OPNT is the ticker symbol, folks. What are you doing now? What's on your agenda here? What's most important to you in the next 12 months?
1: Our overall aim as a company is to what I describe to a lot of people as, can we become the Gilead of addiction? And I'm not trying to say we are any way there at the moment. Uh, No way. But there's no company that we see taking tremendous leadership in this field of addiction and drug overdose. But there's a real opportunity, and it's almost incumbent on companies like ourselves to strive towards this. What we saw Gilead did with HIV uh, was to use very compelling science to make some very good medicines to treat HIV, no longer rendering it a death sentence. And they combined that with a lot of change in attitudes from society Uh, to again, acknowledge that it's, it's a chronic treatable disease. And we see absolute parallels here with the field we are in. We're very proud of our heritage having developed the Narcan nasal spray, which is out there saving lives for which we receive revenue through royalties. But in addition to that, our work is not done through just Narcan. We have a very compelling pipeline of products developments which we believe can be the best possible medicines to treat the conditions such as opioid overdose alcohol abuse and actually acute cannabinoid overdose as well the, the key focus at the moment is because of what we're seeing in fentanyl and realizing that narcan nasal spray actually potentially has some limitations we are developing a more what we believe potent uh, opioid overdose nasal spray uh, which is called OPNT003. That's that's the code name at the moment. It, it's nasal nalorphine, and we believe this has the potential to better address opioid overdoses, or potentially all of them, but in particular those relating to fentanyl.
0: So that's even stronger and more poignant for an opioid or fentanyl overdose. So that seems to be in the works. You have a, a code name for it. You just gave it to us. Um, will we see that out soon or is it already available? Because I'm, I'm sure a lot of families who are watching that have loved ones that are actually in the battle would like to know that.
1: Absolutely. We're working as fast as we can. It's an exciting year for us. We are have two uh, clinical studies underway for this program already. We're expecting to announce some data on the first study Um, towards the end of the second quarter, this quarter, I guess, in June. And we will announce the additional data on this other pivotal study later this year. We are aiming to file this product for approval with the FDA by year end. And we'll obviously keep our investors updated as uh, as we go through those clinical studies. So, yes, it's an exciting year. We understand the need out there. So a product like this, if the data show what we think it can show, it can't be out there soon enough.
0: Is this gonna be a big money maker for you? Is this gonna be the end all? Because um, obviously we have a huge problem and this could be a huge help.
1: We see this to be a very, very important product out there saving lives from opioid overdose. Uh, We think the market opportunity is attractive. We see how well the Narcan nasal spray has done through our licensee, which does approximately $300 million in sales annually. And we see this product to potentially have potentially achieve similar results as Narcan. Uh, we don't give formal guidance yet. We'll have to see until, once the product's on the market. Right. But in addition, there's an opportunity because of the potential use of this in fentanyl chemical attacks, something that uh, barda are particularly concerned about. And there is an additional potential revenue stream should we be successful in using this product in a, in a chemical environment as well as just in a regular, let's say, opioid overdose environment as well.
0: Let me pick your brain for a moment because as you have quiet moments, you're laying in your bed, I'm sure you're contemplating the troubles that we have, the battle ability that you have and you've created. But at the same time, what could be done differently? I mean, are you thinking, is it legislation? Is it partnerships? Is it faster manufacturing? What would you like to see, or what's a bee in your bonnet that really is so aggravating to you that you just can't you know, get past it faster?
1: I think we have benefited already quite significantly from, let's say, government support, both through very positive interactions with the FDA, and also through grant funding from the NIH and BARDA to help fund this program. What we would like to see is Broader societal recognition as addictions being a chronic brain disease. There's very, very cr- compelling and noteworthy biology. So, this isn't just a matter of people deciding to become addicted to substances. There's a problem with the brain biology. And once we buy into that more broadly, then we can start to shift treatment into mainstream medical care. In the same way patients with diabetes require insulin to be core to their treatment, Uh, if we can allow patients to have access to better medicines more broadly, then that will absolutely improve outcomes and
0: start to turn the corner around where we find ourselves today.